Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, Iron Factory reveals a ton of new Legend Scale figures for 2024. We get a behind-the-scenes look at a new RescueBot figure, and we'll go over everything Hasbro announced on the 40th anniversary Transformers fan stream. Today is Wednesday, January 31st, 2024, and this is episode 575 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that wonders how many Transformers you could buy with $83.3 million. The answer? All of them. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? Creator, producer, and star of Empire Rust, editor Mike. I am back, everyone. And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hi, everybody. Let's talk Transformers. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and support the show. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to become a Donatron, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support, and that's where you can sign up. And, uh, you know, you will get a bunch of perks associated with that and uh, additional stuff based on the, the tier you sign up at. So, of course, we've got uh, lots of bonus content. That includes our bonus show, We Like Big Bots, featuring Daryl and Dr. Pants. We've got 12 episodes of that out right now. So you can go look that up. Uh, as all our Donatrans get access to that through the Patreon page. You can find all our episodes of We Like Big Bots up there right now. Uh, more are coming soon, we hope. <laughs> Don't make a liar out of me, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> that you're a liar. Not more. Not more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as you just leave it open-ended. Yeah. They will be coming eventually. Uh, of course, we've also got our Transformers Live Play RBG podcast, Empire of Rust. Season 2 uh, concluded last fall, and we are continuing our special side story, The Rustford Files. Now, uh, I do have some good news and some bad news uh, for this week, so... Uh, the bad news is uh, episode 10 of the Rustford Files is going to be slightly delayed. Charles, Damn it. Let, 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 let me, let me, let me take care of this. Cause I know Daryl is, is heartbroken. <laughs> I'm heart. I am he, right. Oh, be, before you got on tonight, he was just crying so beside myself. I may, may, this is just a possibility may have made a small mistake in the episode that I edited. Maybe. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything at all. What? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I edited episode 11 twice and skipped number 10. You idiot. This fucking amateur hour over here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, strip you of that uh, that editor title. Well, you you did you did say the Rustford Files edits would be rougher than the regular Empire of Rust show. <laughs> you, <laughs> this was rougher, certainly. <laughs> oh, wrong fucking episode, rough. Yeah, but but good news though, we've already started recording season three of 
Empire of Rust. And as soon as we wrap up uh, Rustford Files with episode 12, we are jumping right back into season three of Empire of Rust. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's it's a it's a bit of a birthday present for me because uh, the season three premiere will be March 11th, and my birthday is March 12th, so it's perfect well, timing, Mike. Well, March 11th I, I mean, is my son's birthday, so there you go. That's my son's <laughs> birthday present. He will be turning three, so thanks, Mike. <laughs> season three, he'll be turning season three. Yeah, <laughs> March 11th has no meaning to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're gifting him stuff to more, more, some great stuff to put him to sleep to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And yes, Frenzy is right. Season three would be a great place for someone who's never heard of Empire Rust to jump onto. There you go. Someone named Daryl. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I've listened to every single episode. Vampire of Rust? <laughs> oh no, I meant I thought you meant transmissions. I've heard every single episode of that show. It's a great show. Uh also not factually true. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a great show. Well, he hasn't listened to all of them, but it is still a great show. <laughs> all right. Well, that so yeah, like uh, like Mike said, uh Good things on the horizon for Empire of Rust. You're going to have to just wait a little bit extra for episode 10 of Rust for Files. But episode 11 is already done. So it will come out immediately the week after the week after episode 10 comes out. So you don't have to you don't have to wait for episode 11. 11 is there. It's ready. We're we're golden. We're good. Just solid. And you know what? And you know what? Spoiler alert. Episode 12 is also done. (laughs) <laughs> you hear that daryl so, oh i'm ready <laughs> he's ready to not listen <laughs> do i get any perks like can i uh as a as a host on here can i listen to it early you can I'm, yes i mean i'm already pre- you know prevy to what is up in is in episode 10 so you know i should be able to listen to it early and get get the scoop that way I can spoil it for everybody online. Right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, we'll spoil, spoil other people's shows, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, lot, good good stuff coming for Empire of Rust. So look forward to that. Uh, we'll, we'll, of course, we'll be reminding you on transmissions uh, when those episodes drop. So look forward. And, uh, of course, we still have our Skybound Transformers number 1 comic available with our exclusive cover art by EJ Sue. You can order that at transmissionspodcast.com slash comic, and uh, you can go directly from our website. Uh, if you are going to TFCon LA and want to get a copy, uh, you can order it and uh, designate pickup at TFCon LA, and so you'll skip the shipping. Well, that's a good deal. So, uh, if you're still looking for Transformers number one, come see us at TFCon LA and we'll, uh, we'll get you a copy. Yes. Make Charles do work. <laughs> you're not going to do any work. You're going to TFCon LA too, Daryl. I am, but I mean, I'm not bringing any copies. So, 
<laughs> you could. <laughs> no. Carol's just no. there to look pretty. No, no. <laughs> Superman not bring comics. <laughs> and uh of course we've still got our Toy Hacks ten our, our Toy Hacks gift our Toy Hacks promo code. So you can save fifteen percent off at uh toyhacks.com. Our code for January was BigBot24. As this show goes up, it's January 31st. So that code will work for another few hours. But going into February, we have another code for the month of February. And that will be starting tomorrow, February 1st. That code is LOVETFs. So we think. L-O-V-E. <laughs> we'll see. L-O-V-E-T-F-S. <laughs> LOVETFs. Use that code at toyhacks.com for the month of February. Get 15% off uh, Valentine's Day present for your significant other. Hopefully you know, they it, like Transformers. Those, those rub signs, you know, they're, they're a great romantic <laughs> gift. Yeah. Put them on your significant other and there you go. Especially when they're on their panties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. No, no, wouldn't work. I think it would work well. I mean, this is it's not that kind of show, Daryl. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. <laughs> you can figure it out. We're breaking Charles. It's uh, we, Charles. I love it. We make still Charles, have the explicit rating, right? Make make Charles talk mm-hmm. about things that are that are that are uncomfortable. I love it. This is the uh, this is the new the new challenge I'm I'm going with for 2024. This is Daryl getting back for ma- for us making him read G.I. Joe comics. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right, uh last thing before we get into the toy talk, we've got our Toy Hacks $10 gift code drawing for January 2024. So, uh every month we do a drawing to give away $10 from toyhacks.com. Thank you to our sponsors at toyhacks.com for sponsoring this contest. Uh all our donatrons are automatically entered. And if you want to enter the contest and are not a Donatron, all you got to do is send us an email to contest at transmissionspodcast.com and tell us you want to enter the month's Toy Hacks uh, drawing and send us a picture of a Transformer you'd like to get some stickers for. So it's very easy to enter. Uh, we didn't get any entries this month, but we do have all our Donatrons. So we're going to pick a winner from them and let's get into it. All right, uh, Jeremy is your assistant, ready to help us out. Computer, are you ready? I'm ready when you are. All right. She's processing, processing, Mm. processing. (laughs) It's an old Echo Dot. Okay, let's get a number between 1 and 70. Computer, give me a random number between 1 and 70. Here's a number between 1 and 70. It's 19. Just so you know, you can also ask me questions in your car. I love Would it. you like to learn more? Computer, stop. Yes, I want to learn more. Please tell me. Ask more. More, please. How can I ask questions in my car? Okay, this this is a momentous occasion because oh, no. number 19, number 19, wait for it. DJ Ronin. No. 
DJ Ronan, <laughs> you have won. You are no longer winless. You he had won. already won. <laughs> Surprise Pikachu face that gif. God. <laughs> Congratulations. Okay. Not gonna hear the end of this now. <laughs> if he if he refuses to take the code, can he still claim to be winless? No. I <laughs> it's recorded. <laughs> nope. He's still but won. If he doesn't take the code, that means the next person gets the twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can still claim it for a bit because I'm just going to take me forever to get to him and, you know, ask him what his, you know, email and stuff are, even though I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Daryl, Daryl has to go all the way next door, knock on the door and be like, TJ Roman, what's your email address? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not, I mean, he's he's a few blocks away. Come on. No, a few blocks. Okay. Give me some credit here it's not it's not like you have his phone number or anything you could just text him or that he's on the discord all the time you can send him a message on discord or any no. any of the, the millions of digital ways of communicating that no. people that we have in the 21st century i'm old i gotta go think do things old school charles <laughs> I gotta, type, I gotta type up on his typewriter and send him a, ma- a letter <laughs> that's too quick <laughs> well i didn't think your your canadian post was that good <laughs> oh. All right, I think I think we've spent too long on the yeah. intro. Congra- congratulations to DJ Ronan. Enjoy that those ten dollars at toyhacks.com. Get something cool. We'll uh we'll have to take a look at what you got at TFCon Toronto when you see when we see you next. And uh sorry oh, you can't be uh you can't he has the stickers uh, by then. <laughs> So, all right, let's uh, get into toy talk with some quick hits. All right, and we're going to start off this week by talking about a new company that is producing a third-party figure. This is Mecha Invasion, and they are throwing a figure out called Giant Legion. It's a G1 Devastator, I guess. Um, It looks an awful lot like Devastator, but it doesn't have the right figures in the right places i you know so it's 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 taking uh, a little bit of uh you know poetic license with the with the character um so this figure is 38 centimeters uh tall from the top of the head so that for you guys with your neanderthal measurement measurements it uh what is that uh, 38 so 15 inches tall and uh if you want to go with the shoulder cable it's 45 centimeters tall which is uh um, uh, 17 and a half inches. Um, so it's, it's pretty good size. That's, that's pretty decent. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's, that's up, up here off of my desk. So that's, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd say you're not talking, uh, you know, core class here. This is something that's pretty big. Um, probably, uh, and definitely not masterpiece scale. So kind of like in the middle of like chug scale. Um, but uh, yeah, it looks pretty good. The uh, the reason why I, you know for our audio listeners here, the reason why I say it's not really got the the right proportions is uh, the like for example, Mixmaster, who historically has been a leg, is an arm here, and Scavenger, who is uh, typically an arm, is a leg. 
And, you know, so the, the arms and the legs are swapped and, uh, you know, it takes a bit of, like I said, poetic license with, uh, with the combined form, but, uh, all in all, these things are a lot, very, um, uh, they've got a bit of a, of a, of a, like a, of a design to them, uh, that are, it's more like a house design. It reminds me of TFC toys with their very thick and bulky robots. But uh, it does appear that, that these figures are going to have rubber tires, which is very cool. I always like it when they do that. So if you're into that kind of thing and you like a very stylized Devastator, uh, take a look at uh, this, um, you know, prototype and follow along with the uh, the news from Mecha Invasion. And next up, we've got some new offerings from Iron Factory. These are the folks who do a lot of cool legend scaled figures and they are continuing their samurai line. So, uh, this is a combiner. This is Menasaur, the Stunicons as a, you know, the, the G1 Stunicons, but also it's the combiner of Menasaur looks like a huge samurai. So the individual Sunicon robots look pretty normal. Uh, Menasaur also looks, or I mean, Motormaster in his robot mode looks pretty normal. But then uh, the combined form of, of Menasaur has a bunch of uh, a bunch of accessories that make him uh, look very kind of you know decked out as a samurai. He's got a giant sword. He's got a, a you know a Japanese helmet. All, all this. Uh, other uh, armor that wraps around him. Also, this stuff can be put on to Motormaster in truck mode to make it look pretty cool. Um, it's also got a um, like an interaction with the upcoming uh, Shockwave Samurai Shockwave figure that they're making, where Shockwave uh, can turn into a bow and arrow and another sword for Menasaur. So that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, but, uh, yeah, th- these, these stylized iron factory figures are, are pretty cool. In addition to all the regular figure, the regular, you know, legend scaled figures that the iron factory makes. So it's just a, it's a little take on these Stunicons and Menasaur. Uh, this is continuing the tradition where like, it looks like the combined mode is basically just Motormaster's trailer and all the parts are just from that trailer and really, the 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 arms and legs of the Stunicon combination they just like kind of kind of hook on to the 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 full le- arms and legs that are already there from Mo- from Motormaster's trailer so it's a bit of a cheat on the on the combined mode but still looks pretty cool so there you go next up uh continuing the samurai series from Iron Factory we have some renders of their I think these are all renders, um, but they're um, Beast Wars characters into the samurai mode. Uh, they have here uh, Beast Wars Megatron and Black Arachnia. The Megatron, uh, even in beast mode, looks like he's wearing some armor, kind of looks a little more dragon-like. And, and then we have... Um, Optimus Primal, Cheetor, and Tigatron. And I think they, they all look pretty cool in these modes. And um, I don't know, just seeing the samurai stuff, I think it, it works really well with these beast figures. 
And then, um, yeah, and then they just show the um, shockwave again. But, yeah, these are really cool. It's uh, EX77, 78, 79, 85, and 75. So uh, that's really cool. So another thing to check out, Iron Factory makes great things. Wrapping up the Iron Factory stuff is uh, EX69 and 70, uh, lightning scale drill horn and kill bison for their upcoming uh, Lyokaiser combiner. Uh, we're seeing some first, uh, first in-hand images of these figures uh, and looking pretty nice, uh, like just super well articulated, just like as you expect from Iron Factory. Uh, one thing that uh, struck me a little bit is the... The combiner mode pieces, or I should say the, the combiner mode like structure, uh, is a completely separate piece from the figure itself. So much like how a, a lot of modern uh, Menosaurus have kind of come together, the, the actual Lyokaiser leg is its own completely separate individual piece that can connect together, uh, and the figure can transform to kind of fit into the structure of the leg. Uh, and this is true for, uh, for both of the, the figures. Um, not really the, uh, the, be- like the best way of approaching it, I think, but it certainly is, uh, uh, it's certainly helping out with the articulation and the, the kind of posability of the combined mode on this. Uh, it is super, super articulated. The feet, uh, like the, the foot is articulated. You can even kind of go up on like tiptoes and it's just, Beautifully, beautifully articulated. Uh, each figure comes with a, a couple of different options for its uh, for its chest plate, uh, including a kind of weapon version of it, the the chest version, and the the animal version of it. So, yeah, uh, if you're into the the Leo Kaiser, or if you're into this set, or just Levine Factory, yeah, go ahead and check them out. Uh, especially check out some of the images where it's showing the articulation for the the leg. Uh, it is some pretty impressive stuff. All right, and we got a post here from Mark Clonus or Mark Mayer, uh, designer at Hasbro, who uh, wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, medics. And uh, this is the exclusive, Walgreen exclusive, which, uh, again, is one of those ones that uh, isn't super exclusive because it's it was released here in Canada at uh, GameStop, like, almost a year ago, uh, which is crazy. So this thing is still available at uh, Walgreens if you want to find it there. Uh, according to Jeremy, it's a little bit more expensive than a regular deluxe, but again, it's one of those exclusive figures that you're not going to find in any other stores. Uh, so Mark goes into a bunch of stuff here about the figure, uh, that it is a rescue bots, uh, you know, figure. So, uh, if you are trying to, you know, you were a rescue bots fan as a, as a little kid and, and have grown into more of a, uh, mainline, uh, collector, um, then, uh, here are some rescue bots characters. So we've gotten chase and now we've got medics. Um, and he goes on to mention that all of these, you know, medical figures all tend to uh, be Walgreens exclusive. And that's something that they're trying to continue. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's very cool. Nice little photo gallery from Mark uh, that he put together. And, uh, yeah, they look great. And uh, we have some news for folks who uh, ordered the Titans Return Fortress Maximus reissue. So that was uh, that came out 
last year. So pe- for people who missed out on the Titans return Fortress Maximus from a few years ago, a long time ago. Uh, now they were originally supposed to get these figures on February 1st, 2024, but uh, Hasbro has sent out uh, notifications that this is going to be pushed back to August 1st, 2024. So whatever issue there was in the pipeline of getting this reissue out the door, looks like it's, uh, you know, it's causing a significant delay, but hopefully uh, they're, they will still get their orders uh, and, you know, be they'll be fully intact and you know if you're looking for that it's a big figure that titans return fortress maximus it's over two feet tall um i know uh i, I think daryl did you get that figure yeah i have one mine's the uh takara version actually okay i have yeah, the, so, the original the u.s version oh okay cool yeah so um yeah so i mean for people who are looking forward to that uh just uh, hopefully be patient and uh Hasbro will get those out to you in uh, in a few more months. So, all right, and uh, via Merchants of Mo on eBay, we've got our first look at Studio Series Gamer Edition War for Cybertron Sideswipe, and you know, obviously this one like fell off a truck or something, and he just happened to find it. <laughs> um, but uh, this is a pretty good uh, looking sideswipe or sideswipe, I think. Um, we get to see it posed next to some of the other figures in the line. And he's like basically right between Bumblebee and Optimus in height. And uh, I think the, the alt mode here looks really sleek, really good. Um, it, it does look to be a fairly simple design, but a lot of these War for Cybertron figures I think were, uh, but it, it looks really cool. Uh, I enjoyed the, the, um, those game designs. And uh, I think this one is uh, just another great side swipe. Do you have a, is there a picture of it uh, zoomed in on the face or at all closer on the face? If you can, um, there is anything. Sir, I have the original figure of this from the uh, fall, uh, fall of Cybertron line. And <clears throat> the eyes on it were absolute. That's, that's a good picture. Yeah. So the eyes on it were absolutely dead on the original version so that I had to actually open up the head and paint the eyes so that they were yeah. a blue. So you can see on this that they are a bit more blue yeah. and it makes it look the, the figure look a lot better. But that original version, the, the, the figure is great. Like, honestly, I love it. But you had to fix those eyes because the face sculpt just looked horrendous with the mm-hmm. dead eyes. Yeah, it, it does look like this one. They did put some paint there. Yeah, they got it made it look a little better for sure. And wrapping up a uh, quick hits is some uh, actually from the same eBay seller. Uh, we're getting some images of the Bumblebee concept art Sunstreaker, and yeah, uh, this is a pretty decent looking Sunstreaker figure, uh, right around the same uh, height or so that the uh, the side swipe is, uh, and. Yeah, so we're getting, uh, let's see, we're getting, uh, uh, getting some, some accessories with it, getting some blasters. Um, and yeah, uh, we still haven't heard an actual, like, reveal of this figure yet either. So, um, hopefully we, we get that soon. But yeah, it's a pretty good looking figure. Uh, it's, it has a, at least to my eye, it has a similar aesthetic to some of the, the gamer edition, like the Fall of Cybertron and War Cybertron figures, uh, except in the, the face. The face really does have that, that, uh, movie 
esque uh, aesthetic to it. Um, but yeah, looks like a pretty cool figure. Uh, I had to kind of echo uh, echo you guys where it's a little bit of a simplistic design, but yeah, looks cool though. And it's possible this was announced yesterday, and we just don't know until we record the next segment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> News from the future. 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 Uh, okay, so that's all our quick hits, and we'll move on to our main discussion topic. So we're going to talk about all the stuff that was announced on the Hasbro Pulse fan stream, 40th anniversary fan stream that happened on Tuesday. Uh, For us, it's the future. For you, it's the past. The magic of editing will make everything fit together. So enjoy. So in our discussion topic, we're talking about the Hasbro fan stream today, all about HasLab. So we got to... A new intro. Wow. (laughs) Well, are full of surprises. (laughs) That's what procrastination does. Uh, I just ADHD kicks in. I'm like, I got to get this done. So that that was a good couple hours this afternoon. Very professional looking, I must say. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So uh, as evident, if you were watching the video, uh, the and what we speculated is true, that HasLab for this next year is Omega Prime, which is RID 2001, Optimus Prime, and Ultra Magnus. In their or with a combined mode, and uh, it's going to retail for two hundred and fifty dollars US, and the funding ends on March fifteenth, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, March 14th. or March fourteenth at eleven fifty nine p.m. Eastern time, mm-hmm. and they need ten thousand backers to complete the campaign. With uh, tiers, we'll get into at, every, at uh, thirteen. Thousand and sixteen thousand, but as of our recording right now, and we're recording this on Tuesday night to make it into the show for this week, they're at four thousand five hundred and eight backers. And I don't know if I've ever seen a Haslab go this fast, especially for, or in Transformers at least. So it's pretty impressive. There's always a real big surge right at the start, then it dies right in the middle, and yeah. then right at the end, it'll you'll get a nice little kick. And, once everyone's kind of said, oh, you realize, oh, it's going to happen. So, you know, right. I might as well get in on it now. Yeah, but I mean, usually that initial surge, I don't know if I've seen it get almost halfway. Well, it's big. It's a big surge. And, and then we don't have, it, you know, this is not including any Japanese orders. And you you know the Japanese market is going to go crazy for this. They might like it. Yeah. So uh, let, <laughs> let's get into the, the um, figure itself. Uh, the figure, it, it's um, Ultra Magnus and Optimus Prime are both commander class. And th- they're going to be very, very big figures. Um, so we have here a picture of the just the base Optimus Prime, the uh, um, non-super mode. 
there are no rubber tires, unfortunately. That that I understand why, but it still made me a little sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, um, you know, the plastic tires look good. No electronics in either figure. Uh, they they took out all of the electronics, and they they're using basically that space um, on like the backpack for more storage and use with the transformation. Um, so we have here, I mean, he's got all his modes, uh, in this one, the chest actually, each chest panel opens up. I'm out of my original one here. This is just a single plate, but the, the two chest windows will open up and the, the right one has, or the right, like the right chest plate has the matrix. Pectoral. Yeah. The right breast. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if this mode, the, the super mode I know, I know has the matrix in it. Um, I can't remember. I think this was. one too. They, on the video, they showed, they opened okay. it up and showed the matrix inside. All right. So, um, he, he has, you know, the, the super mode legs can attach to his shoulders, his weapons. Um, this is just a, maybe like an inch or so taller than the original figure. And they, they do that with um, some of the, I think some of the um, backpack kind of wraps around and gives it a little more stability. Like they, they showed like his, his waist area is a little bit stronger. They focused on stability so he can hold the weight of the super mode and the Omega mode. Um, so then we have here a picture of the super mode looks fantastic and very similar to the original figure, which I don't know exactly how I feel about that. It's just so, so close to the original, but then there are also so many improvements, like so many little things like the waist thing. I was saying the, um, the chest bandolier area where the, the matrix in the original, it was just a molded on piece. This is a removable piece. Um, He's tall enough so the um, the like the ladder on his back will go all the way to the ground without um, having to fold. The the little hose piece on the original toy has to fold because of the height. Uh, so lots of little quality improvements here, and everything is using the five millimeter port system, so that it'll it'll be compatible with other stuff. And they were saying how you can even like use, you know, the leg pieces as weapons for other figures. Uh, here's another look of straight on on the Omega Prime or on the Super Prime mode. And then the, like the, um, all the add-ons will make a base. It's something I didn't realize on the original figure, apparently the little seat on there, on the, um, the ladder was sized to fit a Diaclone driver. And I didn't realize that, but on this one, they've sized the seat so it'll fit a Titan Master. So I think oh, cool. that, that's a nice little um, modern upgrade. And then here we have the, um, the fire truck mode. Uh, it does have the Japanese writing and Cybertron on it and the C001 license plate. And then they showed us the um, the two hands holding between Ultra Magnus and Optimus from the cartoon, and 
the Ultra Magnus figure, which is mostly leg. It is <laughs> you know, just like the original, but I, I think this is still going to be fairly parts for Marie, but I can't really tell. And they didn't actually transform Ultra Magnus on the stream. So I'm not entirely sure. I, I I'm pretty sure the, the hands and the arms, the forearms are, um, because it, it looks pretty similar to the original ones where the Omega Prime hands are on the inside. Um, but the legs, I couldn't really tell. And then here's front view. And then we have the truck mode. And I think this looks fantastic. I mean, kind of interesting because they did do a, a take on this, um, this truck mode with, I think it was what, Siege Ultra Magnus. Yes. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then the last thing they have here is a deluxe figure, um, Ultra Magnus's weapons, which uh, I have my original one here. Um, they, they made into a weaponizer essentially. So he's a deluxe figure and he will transform into the same little weapons, uh, thing from the original toy. And so here we have like, what? Blue bolts. Yeah. Blue bolts. And that was the name apparently of the original one. I didn't realize that. Oh, uh, so, Optimus Prime in Super Mode is going to be 12.25 inches high or 31.12 centimeters, Daryl. Thank you. Um, Ultra Magnus is 11 and a half inches or 29.21 centimeters. And Blue Bolts is going to be 5.75 inches and 14.61 centimeters. So uh, those are all the individual ones. And then we have one picture here of Omega Prime combined, and this thing looks really, really good. And um, I, I would recommend watching the the Hasbro stream if you haven't seen it yet. They have um, they have some like gray um, prototype versions that they were you know able to transform some, and it'll really give you a sense of just how big this is. They bring out like the victory saber and the um, Desaurus put next to it. it. It's bigger than them than both. I mean, you're getting two commander class figures here. So um, all of that is really cool. So I've done a lot of talking. Uh, let's see what you guys think. And then we'll get into the tier stuff. Uh, Daryl, what were your thoughts on this? Well, I can bring out, uh, mine right now since i do have the original here and i know you showed off your original prime the uh the inner body so i'm a big fan of this figure the uh the original uh it's a it's a really uh well put together figure it looks great great proportions um to begin with and uh and yeah it's just uh it's a really fun figure with all of the the colors on it um uh it's it's very american patriotism uh you know embodied in this figure even though it was a uh, japanese figure yeah i mean <laughs> yeah i know but it's uh it's it's all red white and blue so i mean it's gotta gotta hit uh subconsciously for you guys uh mm-hmm. but uh it's uh it's a really great looking figure i i really like it um the uh the rubber tires is something i mean mine still has them 
uh, yours has them, and uh, and and it's uh, it's evident that uh, Evans off the stream does not. So, and that's yeah. the case with most of them. Um, but uh, these, this is a really cool figure, a really big bot. Uh, you know, so I don't Could know it if make you've a got, certain uh, show in the future. It might make a certain show. There's not many of these figures, so you may only see the one, and maybe when the uh, you know the the Haslab project comes out. Um, they've done a really good job with this, uh, with this HasLab project, uh, recreating the original toy. Um, and I know you were talking about that a bit there. There's even with the transformations and the, uh, and the combinations that I was seeing in the stream, it looks like they just kind of took the new, the old toy, broke it down, threw it in the, the CAD program and, uh, updated it with some modern engineering and said, okay, spit it out again the uh, the way that it already goes together because that's the best kind of transformation that we could do for this thing. Um, it, it, it works. It looks good. Um, I think uh, I know that the Ultra Magnus is still going to be super parts formery, and and that's unfortunately a, 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 just the way that the, the, the combination goes. Um, I really don't like the way that he's all legs. Um, yeah. I know that that's on, that's just the kind of the way that he looks. Um, but he's really disproportionate for that, uh, for that particular character. Um, but, uh, honestly, if I get this, it's not going to be in ultra Magnus or Optimus modes. It's going to be in super or Omega prime mode the entire time. Cause it's just a gorgeous figure when you have it, uh, combined like that. So I'm really happy to see that they're doing this. I'm still on the fence whether I'm going to get it or not, um, but uh, I do really like it. It looks great. Uh, I was really critical going over the uh, the pictures here and through the stream, looking at the prototypes, trying to find, you know, some spots where there's going to be like hollow bits and, you know, stuff where you're they're going to be kind of, you know, cutting corners and whatnot. I had a real hard time finding some hollow pieces on this. Yeah. You know, you get a little bit here in the hands, like the uh, Optimus and Ultra Magnus hands, but the, uh, the, the rest of the figure looks real solid. Um, I think now, removing the electronics really helped in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still going to be a real heavy figure. Like this uh, Omega prime, the original one is a real heavy figure because of the electronics and the batteries and, you know, everything all included there. But uh, this thing here looks like it's it's going to be bigger one and it's still going to be it's still going to be a lot of plastic. Um, we really don't get a real good shot of the back of the figure mm-hmm. in uh, in the stream or in the uh, definitely not in any of the pictures. But uh, it does uh, it does appear like, you know, they do get a couple shots here and there. It does appear that they're doing a really good job of kind of tidying that up and kind of uh, bringing everything together to be nice and tight. Um yeah, that Ultra Magnus is just—it's just a weird-looking toy. Yeah, so it's, but the original just, one was too. Yeah, the proportions are just way off. It's just—it's just an odd. Picture an odd him figure. as like a hockey goalie, and he's just got all those pads on his. Yeah, legs. exactly. You oh, you—I yeah, mean, you sold it for me. It's, that's all you had to do is, <laughs> is work hockey, and I'm—I'm I'm in now. Um, yeah, so it looks great, um, and uh, and yeah, it's one of those things that uh, I'm—I'm I'm probably going to be in on it because it's. It's a really cool looking figure and, uh, and I can definitely make space for something like this. Awesome. Uh, one of the things I forgot to mention the, um, 
Optimus Prime's um, his the latter piece in the original toy had uh, rockets that would spring loaded rockets that would fire. This still has the rockets, but they are just molded in. They don't come out, and you know they don't really do the spring loaded weapons anymore. So yeah, that kind of sucks. I always like that. They, you, they would all come kind of rise up in unison, and yeah, uh, and they'll stu- no. still do that, but they won't. Or actually, I don't know if they will because he was did it one at a time. Yeah, I don't think they will. I think so, they took that gimmick away as well. So maybe there's some room. The, some for of the fun a, gimmicks are gone. Yeah, maybe there's room for a upgrade set that'll give that back. Um, Charles, maybe. what were your thoughts on this figure? This was really cool. I mean, I, I'm I'm particularly I'm happy for you, Jeremy, because I know RID two thousand one <laughs> is a is a favorite of yours. You are. Uh, I, th- I think you're the undisputed number one R.I.D. 2001 fan on the podcast. So I'll take it. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to you. Um, I, I, I'm impressed by this figure. I, you know, I remember Omega Prime back in, you know, when, when this, when the show was on, uh, and just feeling like I couldn't justify to myself that I could to buy these toys. So I, you know, I didn't buy them. Um, my girlfriend at the time did buy me, uh, the the you know the 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 six changer Megatron, um, and ten I think I still have that. Ten wow. oh yeah, it is a ten chain. That's right. <laughs> um, she became my wife, and you know, and you know how that story ends. So you know, so, the, even, so even her, back her even gift, back then, her gift giving was epic. Even back then, at the yeah, right at the start. Oh my god, <laughs> god. you knew but, that. Uh, but yeah, but I but I never I never picked this guy up. I never picked both of these guys up. So. Um, I am, I'm 90% on board for this, uh, for, for, I haven't backed it yet, but I, I'm definitely, uh, on board for this. Um, it, it looks great. I mean, the, I, I was impressed by the stream. I'm, I like how it's, you know, you've got both figures and the, the weaponizer, I think is a nice bonus. Um, the prices, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not surprised by the price, but it is it is a, a little bit of a bump from Deathsaurus and Star Saber. So uh, yeah. I just double check, and and it's like what a, like a seventy dollar increase from those. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at it like you're getting two Commander class and a Deluxe, it yeah. I mean it, it's kind of adds up if you do the math there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this uh, it was also it was. Designed by um, Yuki-san from Takaratomi, and he was the designer of the original figures as well. So you, you wonder if he had in his mind, like, if I ever got to go back to this figure, I would make some of these changes. And it was his idea to do the weaponizer uh, gimmick. So, you know, you, you can kind of see there's a lot of love put into this on the design side. Yeah, it's very it's very cool, and uh, yeah, it's it's cool that the the original designer got to come back and uh, and work on this, and yeah, it's it it definitely seems like this is this is a worthy Haslab project, worthy of the 40th anniversary. So, mm-hmm. um, and I it, yeah, it looks like we <laughs> you just refresh the page, we've yeah. already got like 40 over you know 40 additional backers just in the in the time we've been talking about it. So yeah, <laughs> it just keeps growing, <laughs> and that that's great. Uh, so let's yep. go into some of the um, the tiers, like the stretch goals. Um, so they have two two stretch goals here. 
the first one's at 13,000 and it's a 23 and a half inch matrix blade and they didn't do the uh, conversion, Daryl, but almost two feet tall sword that is in scale with Fort Max. Oh, it's 60 centimeters. Okay. So, I mean, you can see in the picture here, it is almost twice as tall as Omega Prime. And in the show, you know, a Fort Max, like this is basically the Fort Max sword in the show, I think. But you get it here. I think I'm going to put it with my Bendy Prime if I get it. Um, I just think that'd be hilarious. And then the 16,000 backer is two stands that resemble the global space bridge from the show, which is how they would get from place to place. And these two stands are separate, but then they can combine to be like a single uh, piece of road that then, you know, you could put a vehicle on. And I don't know. I mean, I think it's an okay gimmick. Um, I, I'm happy that we get the stands. I wish this wasn't the sixth, you know, the the highest level tier. Um, Charles and I were talking before, and just kind of how we're disappointed in the the tiers, and wish that there were better ones. But uh, I think uh, we are getting. Uh, we're pretty sure we're getting a, at least one of the Car Brothers um, sideburn as a remold from uh, in the main line. I would imagine we're going to get the Prowl and X-Bron too. And Magnus will hold three deluxe cars, they said. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel like we're we're getting some of the things from RID 2001 in mainline that will go along with this. Um, what do you guys have to say about these um, two tiers, the two add-ons? The, the tiers for HasLab projects have always kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> you know, it's the... The Deathsaurus was like tier one was a gun and tier two was a chair. Um, so, you know, uh, and then tier three was a couple of mini cons. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, not a real motivation to really go hard on this, but, you know, people want the Deathsaurus. So it just ended up getting them hitting all those, those levels. But I like the sword. I have, um, my, my Fortress Maximus, um, was, or is the Japanese version that came out at, at Titan's Return. So it actually came with the sword. Is uh, it the same already? sword? Uh, mine's red. But, I mean, uh, does but, it look like the same molding? Uh, no, my, uh, mine's a little different. Okay. Um, I mean, it, it, I guess it could be, uh, similar, but, uh, yeah, mine's, uh, yeah. It, uh, I guess it's the, it's similar. I'm, I'm sure they did a new molding, but, uh, yeah, I mean, mine's all red with uh, a little bit of black on it. Mm-hmm. And then the, the hilt and the, the handle are black. But, um, anyway, it's, it, so I already have a, a, a giant sword. So I don't really need one, but, uh, um, I, for me, this, uh, this sword is, is not really what I think of when I think of, you know, Omega Prime. I don't right. think of a giant sword. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the, the stands and the road, uh, I could care less about that as well. There, it's, it's not going to be used by, uh, by the Omega Prime. Um, 
So uh, it's it's you know probably if I get this, it'll stay in the box just because that's one more thing that takes up space. Um, but yeah, the um, the part that I actually really like about this project we haven't really talked about all that much is the the fact that they've turned um, Ultra Magnus's guns into a figure. You know, it sure it was called Blue Bolt in the beginning, which nobody really seemed to know. Um, but uh, it, it is now a an actual figure, a character uh, that tr- can transform. And uh, and I don't know whether anyone noticed, but in the stream, both Evan and Ben both said transform the figure. They, oh, I didn't even catch that. Yes. So when they were transforming. Uh, I think it was uh, Ultra Magnus or whatnot. They did say, they both said transform. Evan said it first and Ben followed it right up uh, <laughs> by saying it. So I caught that well, immediately. It's a, it's 20 year old figure. Back then you could say transform. Back That's in the true. I it mean, was, yeah, it's, it was on the packaging, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I like the fact that this is now a character, you know, um, it goes right along with all the larger Titans. So yeah, all the Titans have their own little guy that can transform now, and you know, it didn't originally. So why not? Why not give these guys, uh, you know, their own little buddy to hang, kind of hang out with, and and kind of be like their own little roller. Yeah. So yeah, but they're doing uh, such a good job with the weaponizer gimmick anyway. I mean, I think they've gotten a lot of, a lot of experience, and mm-hmm. this is just continuing on with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Charles, what do you think uh, about the the tears and then also maybe the blue bolt? Yeah, I mean, I I I love. I mean, that's that's part of the thing about Transformers that needs to happen is that we love you know we love the old stuff, we love revisiting older figures and and redesigning things, but you got to continually add new stuff. And I think blue bolts uh, having this be a, a little new figure that's included with these, uh, with this as a, as, as part of the, the 40th anniversary celebration is great that there's a, you're adding something new. Um, that's, you know, that's something that continually needs to happen with transformers is that you add new stuff in addition to, to bringing back the old stuff. So, uh, I think that's, that's great. Um, yeah, I agree with you guys. The tears are nothing i mean it's mm-hmm. it's fine i mean i i think you know I, i'm glad i would rather they put like all the the major effort into making the initial offering something that people want like i it would i don't think it would it would have been bad if like they say okay uh you get prime as your your figure and then ultra magnus is like a tier one and then you yeah. know and you need you need a certain number of backers to get everything. I think having everything and you just say, okay, if you get ten thousand backers, you get everything. Uh, that's that's fine. I mean, you don't need extra tiers to, um, you know, as a as a gimmick. I mean, I understand why they they they're just trying to get more people to to join up, but I, I would rather them do it this way than have it be like um, they try to go for some like astronomical number and then not get it, and then you know you don't you don't get some interesting things. So that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm agree. excited. Yeah. So, uh, as we're wrapping this up, I just refreshed and we're up to 4,564 backers. <laughs> so it's a pretty steady clip at this point. So we'll, we'll see next week and I guess we'll, until the, the funding ends, 
you know, we'll keep giving updates every week. But I am on board I wanna, already. Uh, I, I want to update uh, or mention something that was mentioned on uh, on Reddit. Uh, I saw a, a post. Somebody had asked uh, Evan, uh, I'm assuming through Instagram, uh, they asked, is there a chance of a yellow version of Prime coming out as a commander class uh, uh, possible or due uh, to being part of the HasLab mold that's, uh, you know, it would just be the prime by itself, you know. It doesn't have to be combined with a with a different, uh, um, a, a different Ultra Magnus or anything. Just the prime by itself, but in yellow. And apparently, that, that yellow one has its own name, yeah, which I didn't it's know. It's its own character. So, it's a female so, character. So um, Evan responded saying that uh, he would love to do a splendid convoy, uh, and. Uh, uh, he's happy to hear that uh, people are asking for it, so that helps. But uh, yeah, amazing that it actually has a name. I had no idea it was. Called I was called a banana prime. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and the only other thing that I kind of wanted to ask uh, the two of you is, um, I'm trying to find a good picture of it, but uh, I'm I'm coming up a bit short here. Is the um, the uh, back a number of years ago. How old is this article? Okay, so we were doing the podcast. So it's this is from January 22nd, 2017. And Transformers, as Hasbro, had uh, sent out a fan vote for for us to choose the, who the next Prime would be. Do you remember this? Uh, vaguely. And our, our choices were... You want to um, share your screen? Um, nope. <laughs> no, this is a terrible, terrible image. <laughs> um, the choices were Ultra Magnus, Hound, RC, Shockwave, uh, Megatron, Star Saber, Thunderwing, an Unknown Evil, and Optimus Prime. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering if this is the right one, but uh, I believe the Optimus Prime was this Omega Prime, or at least the RID Prime. Um, I'm just looking over this thing right now, and we've gotten every single one of these characters now. Not as a prime, but the uh, unknown evil was Deathsaurus, um, and that has now uh, been completed. Uh, I'm trying to see if there was a different yeah. vote. Uh, this was in I, Power of the Primes. I, I found the Wiki Yes, page Power of the Primes, yeah. Um, um, maybe the prime was, uh, might have been, might have been um, uh, primal. But, yeah, it looks uh, like it was Optimus Primal. I think there was another one with uh, Omega Prime in it, or at least the RID Prime. But there was a vote. There was a fan vote. Um, and uh, I think Star Saber won it or something like that. Oh. And uh, they all got done. They've all been done now. So it's kind of funny to look back on this. And now we've we've actually gotten all these figures in... Uh, you know, in the main line. And some of these things were way, way pie in the sky at the time. Like a star saber in the main line. Are you kidding me? You know? Yeah. It had to be Haslab, but yeah, it's now done. Deathsaurus. Yeah, sure. It's Haslab, but it's now in the main line. Right. Um, I, I just, I find it interesting that, you know, yes, we, uh, it's a criticism that gets given to, um, third party all the time is that we, uh, we just aren't patient enough and that if we are, if we are, then Hasbro will eventually do the figure. Right. So 
this was 2017. So here we are uh, a full seven years later and we now have all the figures on this list, right? Just now. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know how many people, (laughs) I don't know how many people got out of the line since then, but, uh, it's been, it's been a while. So, uh, I'm sure there's another fan vote out there that has the uh, RID, uh, prime in there, but, uh, Obviously, well, I, I misremembered the Hall of Fame on, for last year was um, like there was the it was all R.I.D. Yeah, you know, it was right? 2001 R.I.D. favorite character and Skybite won, but Optimus Prime and Rail Racer were runners up. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so here's my question. Hasbro, can you sort out the rights for the R.I.D. cartoon and get well, it streaming somewhere? That's something I, I think I saw in our discord Someone mentioned um, they played some clips they ha- and they have clips here on the page. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that says um, that like courtesy. courtesy, courtesy over. Yeah. They were just showing the clips and you would think they would have to have that. So that is, that'd be another really interesting question to find out whether they have actually yeah. uh, uh, gotten the rights sorted out. But that's not something that Ben or Evan would have any say in. No, but they may know. Yeah. And I mean, but, you know, someone at Hasbro is like, okay, we're doing this figure. We're, we're promoting it. Why don't right. we get this, the, the show out so, like, we can make some more money on, on getting the mm-hmm. show? Like, either right. offer, it, show offer, it, pro- as a DV- yeah, offer it as a DVD set. Just mm-hmm. put it online to help promote the toy sale. Yeah. You know, the wild thought. (laughs) I mean, isn't, isn't that the point of these cartoons? They're toy commercials. I mean, yeah. (laughs) But anyway, we should probably wrap this up. I mean, we'll have more, uh, talk about it. I'm sure in the coming weeks. Um, but as we're closing it out, we're up up to 4,582. So jump significantly Mm -hmm. from when we started. So by the time everyone is watching this, it'll, it'll be probably be backed. Yeah, hopefully. So uh, yeah. we'd love to hear everyone's thoughts on this. Like, did you get into it? I know a um, number of people in the discord were talking about it and like some of the, the Canadians in the discord were saying they bundled um, the pulse membership to help with the shipping. And now, they would get like a year of free shipping to Canada from Hasbro Pulse. So that's, mm. it's a lot. It's like 50 bucks. So yeah. So, and then you get the uh, 30. Shipping, is, so shipping yeah. is $30 for you. Yeah. It's $20 us. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot to get the membership, but am I really going to buy more stuff off of pulse? Uh, Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you get the free shipping, maybe it maybe it's worth it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if I can get my pre-orders in at GameStop, I get free shipping anyway. I just gotta go pick it up. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think let's, let's wrap this up now and let Charles go and edit the show. <laughs> and um, I guess uh, move on to the next uh, topic. All right, we're back in the past, and we're going to move on to Trips to the Store. 
the Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. Trips to the Store is powered by our friends at T Public. You can get all our merchandise uh, at transmissionspodcast.com slash T Public and get cool transmission shirts like this uh, tape man one I have on, the one uh, Jeremy has on. And uh, no. not the one that Daryl or Mike has. <laughs> <laughs> but Come if on, you don't want to get a tra- NASA, that that's not a T public, Daryl. Trans Siberian Orchestra? No, yeah? no. <laughs> okay, all right. It's uh, it's that kind of podcast. Okay, yeah. Is this? Yeah, it's that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we want to sell our own stuff, not somebody else's. <laughs> Uh, but if you want to get anything else at TeePublic, you can just use our link, and that still helps out the show. So just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash TeePublic and get anything for TeePublic you want uh, through that link. Okay, uh, we're going to show off some stuff we got this week. I'm going to go first. I just have new comics. Um, I have the... Uh, uh, well, this one I didn't get to show off last time because... I forgot about it, and then Daryl said it was too late. Uh, but I did pick up Transformers number four. <laughs> I did get that one. So here it is. It's too late. <laughs> it's never too late. But uh, we we reviewed that was a great review. Really enjoyed that one. And another one I have. Uh, this is to make Daryl mad. I have Cobra Commander number one. Hey, hey look, Daryl. There's an arc on the cover. <laughs> Right there. That's the arc. Anything to make Transformers fans buy this. Yep. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. That's all I got Transformers related this week. So, over to you, Jeremy. All right. So, a couple weeks ago, uh, Dr. Pants was mentioning the upgrade kit he got for his Star Saber. And I bought one during the show because I thought it was so cool. <clears throat> it came in. Excuse me. It came in finally, and I have got it on here. It it has um, a wing extension, adds these two panels on the wings, uh, new blasters here uh, for for his shoulders, completely replaces the the ones that come with it, a much bigger sword. And then it also, uh, I'll get the box here, but it also has a, faceplate and some stickers that I did not apply. And this is the um, DK41 set from DNA Design. Uh, Oops. Ah, I kept the original pieces in here. So, the faceplate, I just wasn't super... I, mean, I didn't really see the big difference. And I can't really pop it out easily. But then it also came with some gold stickers for, you know, in case it got scratched up. Mine is still perfectly fine. So I'm just going to hold on to that in case I ever need it in the future. So, I mean, if you um, if you have a Victory Saber, definitely check this out while, you, you know, it's still in stock. I got mine from BBTS. I think they still have them. Next thing I got 
is I went to there's a, a game store locally that I, I've been seeing on their website. They had this Transformers game from 1985, and it's just been something I've been like, it's been nagging me that I need to get this, so I got it. And this is the uh, Transformers Adventure game. Oh my god, I played that. Yeah, so <laughs> it is. It's got the the great box art. This box is not in the best condition, but. Um, now I was kind of disappointed because the picture on their website had everything like not punched out and everything, but this one has obviously been played with, but the game board here is really cool on the back of the game board. You get that box art is awesome. Oh, wow. And then the front of the game board is just, you know, where you would play, um, it is incredibly difficult to play. It, it looks just, like it. It's all just random chance, and it is. It's yeah. it's a slog. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I have the instructions here. Um, it it comes. It is very much in that wave one of G one in terms of characters, and you have it's card based, where Autobot cards give you benefits. And it's basically all of the, uh, and I think the premise of it is the six Autobot minibots have been captured and you're trying to rescue them. So you have like mm-hmm. Wheeljack, Ratchet, uh, Prowl, you know, all, all of the, the Autobots here are trying to help you. And you, you've got that awesome character box art. Uh, and then the, on the Decepticon side, they are like sending you back. You have like, you know, Rumble. Skywarp, um, Megatron, and I don't know. I think this is just, just something awesome to have in my collection. Um, the mini bots are these little round discs that are, you know, you have six the six Autobot mini bots: Gears, Bumblebee, Cliffjumper, Brawn, Huffer, and Wind Charger. And then you're, I guess you're playing as Optimus Prime and they have a card for truck mode and robot mode. Unfortunately, mine ha- is missing one. It's missing the truck mode for the blue. So it's not a fully complete set, but it, it's just, it's something awesome to have in my collection. And did you just, say, um, did you say brawn and, and wind charger? That's yeah. Aren't they mini bots? Why? Why are they not some of the six mini bots that are? Captured? They are, Wind Charger. Oh, okay, all right, okay. And Ron. Oh, okay. I thought I thought they were yeah. on the cards. No, no, no. So the the cards are the the regular, oh, okay. uh, you all know, right. figures. So I I just thought it was awesome that it is just so much in that first wave of G one in terms of all the the characters that they're using and stuff, and. Pretty much, if if they showed up in the box art, you know the the art here, <laughs> they're in the game. So I don't know if I'm ever going to play it. We'll see, but it's just it's something I thought was awesome to get. You bring it with you to a TFCon? Yeah, mm. Maybe I'm definitely going to try to scan the um, instructions and maybe the cards. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, there's a version of that on uh, Tabletop Simulator. Already. Oh, there is. Okay. Yeah. Neat. Well, 
Well, and that is all I got this week. All right. Daryl, can you top that? No. <laughs> no. Lower your expectations. Um, well, I'll start by saying I bought that stupid Cobra Commander book just because. <laughs> um, but uh, immediately burned it just because. Um, so this you, past, you paid $5 for firewood. For the opportunity to burn a terrible book, yes. Yeah, I did. Um, the uh, This past week was the release of yet another um, multiple printing of a Transformers comic. So I bought the Skywarp um, printing. Or this is the second printing? Yeah, the second printing of issue three, the Skywarp cover. There is a Autobot cover as well, which has got Ratchet on it. And uh, I did not get that one. Um, I'm trying to get that one but i i i did not get it yet so anyway um over the week i was uh away on business i was at um in pennsylvania on work and i found a comic shop that had a bunch of back issues actually i found this at a second in charles um so they have comics apparently uh whatever so i went there and uh this was a uh, dream wave number one uh, this was the foil. Uh, this is out of, uh, this nice. is numbered. This is a, uh, um, I, what is it? Uh, dynamic forces. Yeah. I recently uh, got the non-foil version of that. Yeah. So this is, uh, numbered 123 out of 499 and it is signed by a Mr. Pat Lee. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, I found this at the store. I picked it up because it's got the certificate of authenticity and the crazy uh, DF uh, stamp or uh, sticker and stuff. So, yeah, I picked it up. It's a neat little tchotchke for Transformers fandom. So, yeah. It's a great image. The infamous Pat Lee on there. Yeah. Yeah. What was the what was the damage on that? Was it was it expensive? It was 20 bucks. That's Mm. pretty good. It's not too bad. 20 bucks U.S. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's it. That's all I got. Uh, I didn't really have a lot of time to do any shopping or anything like that. So, uh, it, you know, I, I spent a little bit of time at uh, Second and Charles, and then uh, I found another comic shop where I bought uh, 45, uh, 45 Spider-Man comics. And here they are. <laughs> Just kidding. I've been warned multiple times not to show my Spider-Man comics. <laughs> You weren't even supposed to mention them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, uh, we will finish Trips to the Store with you. All right. Well, it has been a while since I've been on the show, since uh, before Christmas, certainly. So I do have a, uh, a little bit of a bigger haul than than typical. Uh, I did get my Deathsaurus, of course. Won't spend uh, much time talking about this one because it's been talked about to death already. Everyone knows about Desaurus. Everyone loves it. Yep, good, excellent, cool. Moving on. <laughs> uh, what I got for Christmas uh, was uh, I got Trashmaster. Ooh, yeah the the nice. big like Voyager uh, like centerpiece to uh, to all of the the Junkion figures. So yeah, really happy about that. It's a really solid figure. Simple, uh, very simple transformation. Uh, but still a pretty neat looking figure. And I'm kind of glad that we got a, uh, like a trash truck that's not a Rekgar figure. So that's kind of cool. 
Is that a, a stand-in for landfill now? Uh, yeah, yeah, totally, right? <laughs> actually, it does look kind of like, like it does actually do a pretty good job for, uh, for him as well. So, yeah, I like it. Just need a couple of headmasters to go with him. And it's a junkie on, so his head just comes right off. I <laughs> uh, figure I picked up for myself was the uh, toe line repaint from, uh, was it? Uh, not trashy. 2001. Yeah, yeah. No, what was the uh, the he repainted from? Oh, was it a uh, scrap heap? Scrap, scrap, heap. scrap, scrap, scrap hook. Sorry, scrap heap oh. was my figure. Was my character? Gotcha. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the repaint from uh from scrap hook there. The into the as Jeremy said, the uh, the O one uh, R I D toe line. It's uh, so a really actually really good repaint for it. I really I really like it. The the actual like form the the form of the figure really, like, lends itself really well to the the design for it. So. Yeah, I mean it's a straight repaint. That's that's it. I don't even think they uh, adjusted the head or anything. Well, they might have, uh, but yeah, nice solid figure. Love it. Uh, the big thing that I did get for myself with some Christmas money here is this big guy right here. Now I talked about this figure a little bit on the the B plus team show that we did uh, the other week, but this is from. Toys Easy. It's like, I don't know what the name of it is. It's like Type 075 or something like that. But what they're doing is they're making this, this line of like Japanese military ships. And this one is, uh, it's a, it's not an aircraft carrier, but it's a helicopter landing dock carrier thing. I didn't know that was actually a thing until I found this figure, but you know what? Whatever. Uh, but it is a beautiful, beautiful looking figure. Tons of detail, uh, tons of paint apps for the entire thing. Uh, posability is amazing. Uh, it's a, the, the transformation is fairly, I, I don't want to say it's easy because it, it's not. There's a lot of like panels and a lot of things that are moving around on it. But the overall design of the figure is fairly simplistic. It's just, you know, legs come together, arms come together, and then a bunch of panels and stuff kind of form in to, to close it up. But it is a, a ton of time. Just look at that. This is the back of the figure. Look how much detail that is. That is crazy. This figure is going to turn into a leg to a truly massive combiner. Uh, I think, I think the, the overall, I hit my microphone with the the figure. <laughs> the uh, I think the the final like count for size is going to be something like two like two to two and a half feet tall. Like the combined mode of this thing, uh, it's going to be again a truly enormous figure. Um, that's going to probably be around sixty or so centimeters, Daryl, for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the, uh, the, this one and the second figure are, um, are already out at uh, all the shops. Uh, the center piece, like the center body piece is on pre-order along with at least one of the other limbs, if not both of the uh, remaining limbs. And there's going to be a, uh, an, like a smaller figure. And when I say smaller, it's probably going to be about like two thirds of the size of this thing. Uh, that's going to turn into a, just a giant weapon for, uh, for this guy. Uh, it is going to be a truly massive figure, and I hope I can. Uh, I hope I can complete it. It's going to be kind of amazing. Awesome. 
Did I, did I see that you got that chest piece that was missing from the figure? It looks like it. it did I come. did. Yep, I did. I actually had to to uh, this piece right here is a a separate piece that you just kind of snap onto the the main part of the chest or the the main body of the figure, and it was missing from uh, from my package. But TF Source came uh, came through. Uh, I thought they were ignoring me. Turns out they were just on vacation for the the post Christmas and pre New Year's week. Uh, but as soon as they came back on Monday, I got a response back, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, we got a you know we got some spares over here. We'll go ahead and grab the the piece out for you and and get it sent out. And they were uh, super quick and super helpful about getting it resolved. So yeah, big That's props awesome. to yeah to TF Source for that. If anyone is uh, from TF Source is listening. You guys are awesome. <laughs> nice. Also, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, that's all for Trips to the Store, and we will finish up with the rest of the show. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. Okay, next up is convention news. All right. So we're starting off with TF Nation and uh, Michael Charles Hill is making his UK convention debut and he was a writer uh, and producer on the G1 series. Uh, he wrote The Gambler, Starscream's Brigade, Killing Jar, Ghost of the Machine, Burden, Hardest to Bear, and Return of Optimus Prime. And I think we met him at a recent TF Con as well. Cause I, I know I got, um, I think I got one of his scripts. Uh, signed so i think pretty sure it was him but awesome seeing uh more of these g1 guys that are making their first you know convention appearances hmm. i wonder if i got that for you in toronto no, i'm pretty sure i, I mean I, I see devcon there and I, I know i have a script where it says something about devcon yeah I'm sure I, I i met him okay uh, but anyway, uh, next up we have at TFCon Los Angeles, uh, Michael McConaughey is going to be there. He was the voice of Trax and Cosmos in G1. Uh, he has been to many, many Transformers conventions. Uh, but he, he is joining uh, the, the huge number of original um, voice actors there. And he was also a director and writer in the Superior uh, Robots in the Sky series, the 2001 version. So that is awesome, too. Next up, we have the, the fastest talker, or at one point, I think he was the fastest talker in the world. I don't know if he still is. Uh, John Mashita Jr., who is the voice of Blur, Punch, Counterpunch, and Blowpipe in G1, as well as uh, Blur and Animated and you know, numerous commercials for like FedEx and other companies. Uh, and he is going to be at TFCon Los Angeles as well. So that is awesome. Uh, I'm sure he's yeah he's going to be doing Q and A panels and stuff as well. So uh, I'm sure people will get him to say stuff really fast, and he will do it. But anyway, um, hopefully I'll meet him one of these days. But um, I don't know if he's been to TFCon Toronto in a while. So anyway, that is all we have for convention news this week. Uh, TFCon LA just always has all of the people, and. You know, one day I'll get to go, but Charles and Daryl will be there and, you know, I'll be there in spirit. So that is all we got this week. 
Okay, and uh, we will finish up the show with some feedback. All right, uh, some feedback from last week's show on YouTube. Uh, this is a show I was not on, but I did watch. I edited the show, so I did watch the whole thing. Uh, so the first comment comes from DMC2008. Uh, this is on your discussion about the upcoming Robeson Megatron. And uh, they say, I'm betting the Robeson Megatron does not transform a la Bumblebee. So... They are uh, against your prediction that Megatron will turn into a tank. So I find it hard to believe if they make a Megatron that doesn't transform when they have an Optimus that does. Mm-hmm. I think there was the uh, we were talking about it, and it's the uh, the different uh, the name on it. I think it's the the, that's the flagship. The, the, the flagship, yeah, that's the dead giveaway that it's going to transform. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, we'll, of course, be looking forward to this. As soon as we get more information, we will talk about it on the show. And uh, we also have a comment from uh, Nako Bay, Nako Base 28, I hope I'm saying that right, or Nako Bass 28, if they're <laughs> into bass fishing. I don't know. Um, but uh, they say, uh, this is response to your, your discussion about uh Kapow Toys and their complaints about Hasbro's uh, pre-order system. And uh, they are just adding some some clarity when you were talking about like what what stores do with the overstock. And they say, whatever you see in the discount stores, Hasbro already got paid for them. It's stores like Walmart and Target selling them for pennies on the dollar to clear out storage space. Some characters you just know are not going to sell well. Tidal Wave is not in the same boat as those other Titan classes no one wanted. I'm sure of that. So uh, they are, yeah, they are thinking that Tidal Wave will do good this time. Uh, I do, I mean, I agree with their their sentiment that the the stores are on the hook for those, uh, those toys when they don't sell. So that's part of the reason why the stores are upset when... The you know Hasbro makes them buy a buy a bunch of stock up front for pre-orders and then they can't move them. So um, yeah, so Hasbro is fine. They they sold their toys. They you know they don't take they 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 do no no takesy backsies yeah. and they've they've sold them already. But the stores are not happy when they've got overstock that they then have to get rid of for pennies on the dollar. So yeah, and th- this is where when you can't sell the things, then you don't want to order future products from Hasbro. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so thanks for, thanks for that comment, for that clarification. And, uh, yeah, we will be looking to see how Tidal Wave does, uh, in the, the coming months. Um, I mean, I thought Trypticon was a pretty popular Titan figure. So I was surprised when it got, you know, went through to the Ollies and, and we were able to get, get it for basically half price. Yep. Mine's still sitting in the box right over there. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah i mean for you know trypticon and metroplex are kind of the the original city bots that were you know that were the first titans or whatever but uh yeah they didn't sell too well um but uh yeah i guess we'll 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 wait and see for tidal wave i hope i hope there are a bunch of uh you know those armada kids that are all grown up and uh, finally remember armada transformers armada on the tv and uh, those armada toys Go get those, get, get the tidal wave. 
Okay, well, that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions. As always, at the end of every episode, we give a shout out to our Masterpiece Donatrons. These are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level on Patreon. So that's why they get a mention in every episode. So thank you once again to John Forex Levengood and Demon Tech 82. You guys rock. And uh, thank you, Mike, for uh, coming back and hanging out with us this week. Uh, of course, Empire of Rust and the Rustford Files are going strong. We'll be seeing more of those. Uh, anything else you'd like to promote before we get out of here? Yeah, just keep, <clears throat> yeah, just keep on going with uh, with Empire of Rust. Stick, uh, stick with it. Uh, we'll be getting back to season three pretty soon. And yeah, so. We're uh, we're hoping to do something with the uh, the Renegade uh, RPG system that the, the the Transformers RPG system that Renegade put out uh, this year, maybe like a, a one or a two shot kind of thing, and just uh, and yeah, I can try to have some fun with that one too. So yeah, keep on uh, just keep on listening. All right, yeah. If you have not uh, checked out Empire of Rust, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust, and that's where you can find it. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching and listening. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, all. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.